Hello, and welcome to the Friendship News Hour, presented to you by Bummer Dude Media. Today is November the 15th, 2022. My name is Frank. His name is Alex. What's going on, man? Not much, dude. Just got home uh, from Walt's swimming lesson, actually. So that was fun. Nice. Do you throw him in the pool? Do you just reckless abandon? Nah, Here you go, kid. Not quite. Survive? Not quite. Ah, man, that's the <laughs> number one thing I've been looking forward to from, from father. <laughs> chucking the, the baby in the pool it sucks because i think so we waited like a little while to get him into it and i think if we would have done it earlier he would have been better at it or at least at being submerged because it like at first at least it like really freaked him out but he's been going now for like a month and he's like a little bit he's definitely gotten better at it and he's he's not like freaking the fuck out when he goes underwater and everything but it's so fun dude it's like honestly the highlight of my week going in there with him it's it's a good time. Highly suggest. Lest we become a, uh, a parenthood podcast. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I woke up this morning at four 30 with an alarm set at five 15 and, uh, the baby was crying. I was pissed, dude. I was pissed because <laughs> I knew I wasn't going back to sleep. Yeah. So I picked the little guy up and I'm all mad, changed his diaper, fed him a bottle and uh, we fell asleep on the couch. Aww. I was an hour late to work, Aww. and it was the best part. It would be the best part of my yeah. week. And, and all those, all those feelings, all those just enraged emotions that you get when you're so upset that this baby has interjected themselves in all of your plans. Uh, it seems to just melt away immediately. It's the weirdest emotions by nature are fickle, but it's just the it's just the weirdest subset of emotions that you'll possibly experience on a on a, on a scale so large right <laughs> so high and so low uh it's wild and yeah Walt's like the, within the last like week or two he's like starting to i think he like understands that like high means to wave and he'll even like say hi here and there but he's like figuring That's... that out he's figuring clapping out and then he's like starting to do like the sign language that they teach him at school with like more and i'm all done and like just to see like those connections like start to form in his brain it's not just doing random yeah. shit making random noises but he's like processing information it's really cool what an intelligent young man yeah yeah does not take after his father i'll tell you that much <laughs> well that's okay mine is, is still uh relatively stupid <laughs> in, in what he does it's just so funny man because like you're trying to you're trying to apply any sort of rational thought to an infant and you know it's folly like you know it's the dumbest thing you could possibly do in your head yeah. and still you're like dude i'm gonna give you this bottle just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming you've never not had your needs met. right right <laughs> uh no, it's all fun I, I i kid um it, it's it's been great so far and I'm excited. I'm excited to go on this path and, and do the things that, that you're doing with your kid and, you know, see his face light up, giggle and smile and all the rest. Absolutely. You've been watching any TV lately? It's, uh, no, you, you know what I, you know what I've been watching and not really watching, but just kind of just cause it's on mm. just trash television, whatever Jacqueline puts on. <laughs> Like really, it's the worst. She she got into uh, Love Is Blind. Dude, Sarah's You're, watching it right now, oh dude. She's watching God. it right now. Like, it's so bad. I cannot believe civilized society can produce such garbage. Dude, it really so blows bad. my mind. The first episode, they're telling, they're praising their love for each other. Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Hey, not only have you not seen them, you talked to them for two hours. So yeah, for the people that don't know, they basically the whole show is like they go into pods at the beginning. I actually missed the first episodes, but it was described to me because I'm like, how the, how is this a show? 
they go into pods. It sounds like they like choose people that they think based on looks, they like kind of like maybe whatever. And they like interview the shit out of each other and just talk and talk and talk and talk for hours. Then at a point you get engaged. And I think it's only like a month or something that they're talking in these pods. It's not very long. Far too short. Yeah. However long time it is. It's not long enough. Then they get engaged. Then they live together. And then the, the finale is their wedding day. And it's like, if the people are going to say yes or no. And they, either way, they still do the full garb and wedding and all that shit. It's just so weird to hear people like, oh, we have so many memories together. We have such a, like the way they talk in the show, it's just for anyone that isn't into that kind of show, it's really, really hard to get into. It's really corny to me. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 the only thing I can, I can think of to justify it is, is just that we're wired differently. Yeah. Because for somebody to voluntarily put that show on and then watch past the first episode, it does not compute in my in my tiny little peanut brain how, how somebody could actually do that. They probably think the same thing about us putting sports on every single night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, just, like it's wired differently. It's funny that you say that because it's probably exactly what they think. Like, watch <laughs> it. Look at these dumb guys watching these stupid men try and tackle a fucking... <laughs> A football um, for three hours. You sit there and watch this for three hours or doing the same shit for three hours. And bet money on it. <laughs> and you think my shit's done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the reason uh, I brought it up, one, is because I changed my profile picture on HBO and I was really hoping you'd notice and answer me. Oh, I've noticed. Jacqueline noticed. Her mother has noticed. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no. Every time we open up HBO, it's just a nipple. Well, you know, you can do it too. I've been waiting to open it up and see your nipple staring Is that back your nipple? That's my nipple. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, just for you. I thought it was just for you, but apparently it was for Jacqueline's mom too. So you're welcome. It is, it is for the entirety of, of the folks that wa walk into my house and want to watch something <laughs> on HBO. We will see it. But on HBO right now, it's a show I know we both love season one of, but have you watched season two of White Lotus yet? Oh yeah. Oh. Actually, we're waiting. We're waiting to see the latest episode because her mom's in town and she hasn't seen the beginning of, of the first season or the oh, second season. Okay. Great cast. Dude, really good cast. Tremendous cast. I, it's honestly, it's one of the better shows I think I've seen in a long time as, as far as it doesn't need to have like intense action or be super, super funny, but it's, it's, it's all, it's like a knives out where it's like, you have the, the mystery to it, a really good character development and like telling of the story. Like I, I, I've been and super it, impressed. And they, they, they build it up so great. Yeah. It like, it's like a slow boil, you know, like it's just warming up. They're not, they're not, you know, some shows will just dump you into the... We, we just finished uh, Big Little Lies. Mm. I've never watched you it, know? but I know the show, yeah. Or um, um, Bad Sisters. Never watched that either. No, I think that's Apple TV. Okay. Well, they, 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 the first episode is the death. Yeah. And then, and then the rest of the season is figuring out how it happened. But this one is just like... Just bits and pieces, and you can feel the tension very slowly, gradually rising, and things are starting to find out what the fuck's going to go on here, what's going on with them, and it keeps you interested in it in a really like coy and subtle way. I love it. Yeah, and then what I've noticed, I, I, more this season, I guess, maybe they did do it in the first season, I just didn't catch it, but they, like how they start with the with the murder or whatever that mystery is, like then throughout, like these, when they're retelling it more from the beginning, it's, it's they tease it, like there's things where you're like, oh, they're about to die right there, they must be the body mm -hmm. and but then they don't and like they keep yep. doing that and it's just it hooks me in dude like every sunday night i'm ready for it man like i've, I've been, i can't remember like tuning into a show like this that wasn't like a game of thrones or something so epic you know like where i need to watch at night of but is, is that sundays or tuesday sundays at nine sundays at nine so then it's tonight it's the season finale handmaid's tale 
No, that was last week. No. Mm-hmm. When does it air? I honestly don't know when it airs, but we just got caught up two days ago. That's the only reason I know that. There was 10 episodes this season. So maybe it was Sunday. So it must have. Because we saw, yeah, because we saw episode nine for sure. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a good ender. I think the next season's the last season they've announced. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You can't drag this on for very long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, you don't want it to get redundant. Like I felt like Walking Dead, really good example of this. Exactly. Great television show. Got so watered down after so long. Cause like how many times are you going to try to like alter the story just a little bit, but it's still the same story. <laughs> so, yeah. so, but it, indeed great, great show. Also, that's another really good one. Ends, ends well. Let me know what you think about that finale. A lot of, uh, uh British baking, uh, British bake off, great British baking show. Mm-hmm. You seen any of that? I've never watched it, no. Oh, man, tremendous. Yeah? Is it uh, competition really style or what is it? Competition style, but it's Brits, dude, so it's all it's all very positive. Okay, okay. They, they interviewed each one of them before and, like, asking about it, and I'm thinking, like, if this was in America, it's like, yeah, I'm going to come here, I'm the best baker, bake the shit out of these cakes, these guys don't stand a chance, and all these Brits are like, oh, yeah, I'm really stoked to be here, I just hope we really have a great time, I can't wait to meet all these people, it's going to be really nice, and I just hope we all do well. Interesting. And I was like, damn, it's so different. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't even mention the prize. Oh, yeah. We're just here They don't for even the know fun. what the hell they're, they're baking for. They might just be baking out of the good of their heart, <sighs> and, and, and they're loving every minute of it. Yeah. Speaking of baking shows, there is one I did see. Uh, coming out on HBO that had, you know, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek is coming out with a cooking show on HBO, which could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it could just be another cooking show, but I feel like he's a good personality for that kind of a thing. Man, I'd love to go on one of those shows. And as a cook? Like a chopped? We should do one. Why not? I'm trying to take you on in the kitchen. Let's go. We could get Sarah, Jacqueline. I'm a humble guy, Al. <laughs> but I promise you, is the, the difference, the level... It just, I'm sorry, man. You don't want to do that. I do. I really do. Especially if it's chop style where it's like you can only use these ingredients to make it happen. You don't have your fucking... Yeah, but they have a pantry. They have a pantry. Sure. I'm talking like, okay, guys, grocery games. That's where I want to see you at. I don't, I don't know what that show is. That's where it's like, okay, you have to make a dish with five things or you have to make a dish only using pork products or like there's like... Literally my specialty. Next time you talk to Michael, ask him about the nachos he had at my house yeah. last time he was there. Okay. Thin air, right out of my ass. Pull these nachos right out of my ass. That's my secret abilities. I can go into a pantry, grab a couple of things and make a great dish. So I would love to do that. I'm sure we can get Jacqueline and Sarah and maybe Mike and Paulina to judge. I'm going to fuck you up though. Okay. I'm going to fuck you up, Frank. All right. I would love that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it, it would be the only thing, it would be the only contest I would walk into with any sort of like confidence. Yeah. Like I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, right. Can't think of anything else. That'd be a good uh, first in-person episode for us to do eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow that hasn't off. happened. hundred some episodes. <laughs> I know. And we've had opportunities. I know. We've had plenty. <laughs> we have. We have. But anyways, yeah. um, a lot to talk about today. I don't really even know where to start. Second, There's so much. Yeah. Just point your finger at the screen. What's it say? This will land like a... Th Actually, as we're speaking right now, uh, Donald Trump is more than likely announcing his presidency. Is he? I saw that it was reported he was going to do it today. Yeah. But I um, heard which is interesting that he would do it so soon. Yeah, because he would be he would be the first Republican to announce that they are running for president. I'm looking right now to see if it's happened, and I I don't see that it's happened. Okay, that's about all the time I want to give that. Surprising though to me, the only thing I wanted to say on is it's surprising to me that he's doing it as soon as he's doing it after pretty much everyone that he was polling for in these. The elections that just passed last week lost. We, we've known more about the election since since we last spoke. And it's really interesting because, like you mentioned, the only one of the senatorial candidates that he endorsed that won was an incumbent. So he already had the seat. 
Everybody else lost. Who was that? DeSantis? No, it was some guy. No, it wasn't DeSantis. It was some guy. No, DeSantis governor. Um, oh, I forget right. which guy it was. Nevada, maybe? I forget. Anyway, it, there was only one person that that won in the senatorial races that he that that he endorsed. However, Republican turnout was up five percent, oh. which is huge. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, really. Big. So what we're seeing now is that the the counties and the states that vote red voted more red, and the counties and the states that vote blue voted more blue. And those those counties and those states and the things like Arizona, for example, Carrie Lake and Blake Masters, both Republican candidates, both had a lot of support and momentum going, both lost, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to hear a lot about ballot harvesting in the lead up to this next presidential election. I'll leave it, I'll leave it after this because I really don't want to talk about elections. Ballot harvesting, it's, it's, what, it's the groundwork that Democrats have laid so that when you have something like mail-in voting or delayed voting or extended voting periods, right? Two weeks. By the way, Georgia had record turnout votes a year after the the major league baseball took their uh, all-star game out of Atlanta because of the bill that Georgians passed that resulted in record turnouts. They, they took the all-star game out of Georgia because of a voting bill that they deemed racist. Ridiculous shit. Anyways, the the groundwork that they laid with all all of the voting laws that went into place for COVID and were either cemented or expanded upon after COVID allow for ballot harvesting. It's legal to go and harvest these ballots. So what they do is they have extended voting periods weeks before election day, which doesn't exist anymore. Election day, it's it's like that's the day the election ends. It's not election day, and they poll at these times. And they say, okay, how many votes do we need to get? And then they go and get them. Hmm. Okay. And it's all legal. This isn't illegal. Mm -hmm. This isn't, you know, this isn't something that it's not, it's controversial. Sure. But it's definitely something that they can do. Now, Republicans also can do that, but there is a, especially in purple States where there's a, a, a heavy Democrat presence, there is a ton more money right now for Democrats. So they have the resources to go and to do that. As soon as Republicans start playing this game, you might see a shift back to, oh, maybe we should tighten this up a little bit or expand it so much that it it, it becomes this big rat race, right? We, we've said it a ton of times on the show that the secret in, in voting and in voting laws is that the Democrats will claim that if you try and shore up any sort of voting laws or or rules, uh, then then basically what you're doing is you're you're suppressing votes and it's usually some sort of racist claim, right? And they use that in the guise to expand voting rights because they know that the more time that you have to vote, the more that Democrats will win. Republicans will say that you need to tighten up voting laws in states so that it's more concise and that everything is 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 done in in a in a very orderly fashion and quick. And they'll say that so that you that they want to protect voting integrity. But in reality, the 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 less time you have to vote, the more Republicans will get elected. Mm. But in a place like Arizona, which took more than a week to count uh, votes for less than seven million people, is asinine. To me, that is just you can't have that. You can't have that because all you're going to do is stir the pot. All these people saying election integrity and 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 stealing election and all that. That's my spiel. Yeah. And so the Dems kept the Senate, from what I understand. House is still up in the air. Correct. But Dems kept the Senate. Uh, House will go Republican. It will. Uh, it will go Republican. The There will be a runoff with Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker in Georgia in a couple of weeks. And that's a, that's a big one because it'll either, it'll mean that the Senate is tied 
and uh, Republicans have uh, what's his name in West Virginia who who votes more Republican than he does Democrat, but he's a Democrat. Uh, and, and then the tiebreaker is the vice president. So it, it's a big it's a big runoff in uh, in Georgia, nonetheless. Joe Manchin, I think, is who you're talking about. He's a mother. Joe Manchin, yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of uh, uh, Herschel Walker, man, I did you, you? I know you did because you sent it to me. But Chappelle's uh, monologue that he gave at the beginning of Saturday Night Live oh, yeah. this week, dude, when he goes amazing. Uh, Herschel Walker, I I don't want to ever speak bad about another black man, but he is observably stupid. <laughs> observably stupid. That's such a great line. When he said, he, because I, I know so many people who do this, when he said he just sits there with his mouth open, like, <laughs> I do that shit. I, Mouth I hate when people do that and I hate I catch myself doing it from time to time too, but when you're like standing and you just have like the T Rex arms for no reason. It's like yep. why? Why am I doing this? Yep. I do that all the time. <laughs> just like that. Oh, but yeah, so oh, Trump man. has uh, filed the paperwork to do it. He hasn't announced it formally, but the paperwork has been filed, so it is happening. If the Republicans choose to make him the man, will remain to be seen, but he will be running. It looks like. Yeah. Can you imagine a, Bi a Biden Trump? Oh, it makes me want to vomit, dude. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. Just, I, I don't think that will happen. Both of them, at least. I, if that happens, it, that'll show that these people really don't give a fuck about us. And it's literally just party politics. Like, they don't give a fuck about the candidate in any regard. Like, it, it's literally just about power at that point, which I guess it always is. I'd be stupid to think it's not, but... The stoic in me, if that's the right word to use, wants wants to see that like these parties at least give a shit about who is representing them and, and make people want to vote for them, not just because they hate the other person. Like that seems like such a no brainer thing to do, man. I don't know. And yet, and yet. Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> Attorney General Merrick Garland is is beginning to uh, uh, lay the groundwork uh, to to not prosecute Donald Trump. It's beginning to become more clear that the raid that they they put on Mar-a-Lago oh. and the documents they found were, were it was basically Trump just being like, uh, "Nah, fuck you guys. I'm going to keep these. This is this is mine, uh -huh. not yours." It wasn't secret documents. It wasn't nuclear codes. It was nothing. <laughs> so wow. they raided a president's house for basically nothing. And it'll probably become a big nothing burger and nobody will say anything about it because it's Donald Trump. But they did raid a former president's home and uh, they will not prosecute him. How many times have they tried to come for Trump, bro, on so many different fucking things and never got the man, dude? <laughs> and that's why he still has a base. Know, that's why yeah. people still believe in him, because he's fucking bulletproof. Yeah. dude. I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah. That Chappelle's line on Trump was the best too. Yeah. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about the voters. Sized him up so well. Mm -hmm. That's a good point though. I mean, I wish we could play it like it's 15 minutes long, but I mean, dude, he's getting a lot of shit for that. Of course. Cause anytime Chappelle does anything, Always. someone's going to get their feelings hurt. But I thought go watch it. It's on YouTube. You can find it a bunch of different places. It's 15 minutes long, which they never do for Saturday Night Live. That's normally like a, probably a five minute or an out. Let's get to the sketches. Uh, but they, I mean, being that he's a, the legend that he is and like he said something like a very funny, like he's Chappelle. He, it was funny for mm -hmm. sure. But like what I've noticed with Chappelle doing more and more in his last few specials is he's also like trying to make a point. And I think he made a lot of good points in that and kind of pokes fun at both sides, poked fun at one of his good friends, Kanye West, you know, like, right. but like was still, still made a point and still was like not siding with Kanye, but like, I see what Kanye's talking about in a way. I, I don't know. While we're still kind of on this political train, uh, there, uh, do you know who Matt Gates is? Mm -mm. He is a Republican congressman from Florida, and uh, he's not the most desirable guy as a politician, uh, polarizing for sure. 
you either like him or or, or you hate him. And uh, he's giving me, I don't know. I don't know much about the guy, so I don't speak, speak very much. I just, I just know that people who don't like him really don't like him. Hmm. But I saw a, a clip today on Twitter and not knowing really anything about this guy, I was like, hmm, I can really appreciate what you're saying. And I think you could too. I believe that no member of Congress by House rule should be allowed to accept a donation for their campaign from a federal lobbyist or a federal political action committee. That money all has strings attached to it. And anybody who tries to tell you otherwise is lying. And when members take hundreds of thousands of dollars from lobbyists and PACs, they work for them more than they work for their constituents. And guess what? I intend to offer that amendment on the House floor in January, and I already have Democrats ready to vote for it, maybe even all of them. The second thing I would suggest is that if someone is a member of Congress, they should be prohibited from lobbying for life. Why is it so hard to say that you should choose one side or the other to be on? You're either in the lawmaking game or you're in the influence peddling game. And those who choose to be in the influence peddling game, go ahead, but you should sacrifice that when you get the privilege to represent 750,000 people. I intend to offer that amendment on January 3rd, and I expect that there will be Democrats voting for it. I will also introduce an amendment to have a ban on members of Congress trading individual stocks. How can we say that that is not something that dilutes our trust in markets and in governance when people are essentially able to bet on the outcomes that they have an ability to somewhat control? Uh, And I expect Democrats to vote for that. And finally, I would observe something that has really worked well in the state of Florida, a single subject rule. A bill coming to the floor should only deal with one subject. I was incensed as a freshman when I had to vote on the farm bill and whether or not to authorize war in Yemen in the same vote. And we could still have broad bills that relate to insurance or education or appropriations. But the notion that we lash all these things together does not serve our constituents and the American people. And I would expect if we're in the majority, Democrats will vote for my amendment for a single subject rule. Yeah, that's a MAGA. That's a MAGA Republican. Is it really? I mean, this guy, this guy oh, dude, he's he is still like sticking right by Trump. He thinks he just wrote an op-ed saying that Trump should should be the nominee for the, the GOP. And I don't know any like I, said, I don't know anything about him. I don't know any of those policies, but everything, every single word he just said there made made all the sense in the world to me. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I, I could not agree more. Like everything. There was nothing there. I was like, eh, maybe no. Everything there was spot on, brother. Yes, exactly. Well said. And you can tell he believes the words. It's not like he's oh, yeah. reading them because he's being told to or being told in an earpiece like our president is probably. But yes, I, I, we need more young people in politics, man. Like they're going to make a change. All these people that are taking money from all these different lobbyists and corporations and blah, 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 blah. Like he said, they are not doing the job for the people. They're doing it for them. And and, and that is uh, Trump ran on it. Drain the swamp, drain the swamp. Like there's so right. much truth in that. We need young people in in these in these positions that are, can actually like try to affect change and work with each other. Not people that have had 50 year rivalries with each other that fucking hate each other. <laughs> like, right. It, it's just right. not exactly doing anything entrenched and, you know, more, more or less have friends on each side of the aisle that, you know, basically they're all just trying to get paid. Yeah. Do you think there should be an age limit or if not an age limit, like a published IQ test, I guess, or competency test that's, that is in effect in, in our government? Yeah, but but maybe maybe, but but then I feel like you could make uh, a very compelling case if you're going to make the case for politicians and age or competence. You could absolutely make the case case for voters, <laughs> their IQ and competence. I feel yeah. like that's a slippery slope. Yeah, 
But just, I mean, I, I feel passionately about this just as much as I do that old people should have to retake their driver's license at 65 or whatever we want to put a cap in at. Like, it's okay to, to like test if these people still have their faculties because, I mean, in the case of an old person driving, that could cause untold damage and a lot of other people could get hurt as a result of their poor driving. And, and yeah, in this no, case, like I, I, I think, uh, you know, term limits would be a good place to start. Right. But, yeah. but then, but then what you're, what you're requiring is somebody to say, you know, Hey, I'm willing to, I'm willing to give this up and then I, I'm willing to uh, uh, try and rally support uh, for all of my colleagues to give this up as well. Mm, yeah. It'd be, it'd be a great gesture. It'd be a hell of a, it'd be a hell of a, a, a healing, uh, a, a dose of healing for, for the nation. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. uh, a little humility with our leaders. Yeah. I, I don't anticipate it very soon, but yeah, it's all, all common sense stuff. So we'll see. Uh, let's shift gears. You've probably seen a ton of stuff about Iran last couple of days no mm -mm. what happened there you haven't heard about uh there, there's there's a uh, a number of like 1500 protesters uh being sentenced to execution oh, in iran okay um, yes i did see that yes yeah yeah okay so um not 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 100 percent true 1500 protesters are not on death row in iran right now 1500 prisoners are in custody for protesting the regime in Iran. One of them has been executed, and uh, the parliament has voted in Iran uh, overwhelmingly to punish these folks. Um, I think they said, quote, severely. In response to this, Hannah Newman, who, who's a uh, uh, speaks at the European Parliament for the EU. I don't, I don't know what her, her job is there or what she does or what her role is, uh, but she gives a very impassioned and and reasonable, logical speech about what's going on in Iran. Colleagues, last Sunday, 227 out of the 290 members of the Iranian parliament called on the Iranian judiciary to severely punish protesters and political prisoners, including with executions. So people in the streets, people in prisons are beaten up, are raped, are killed, not by criminals, but by people who claim to be the government of this wonderful country. And colleagues, this needs a very strong signal from the European Union that we don't accept this, including targeted sanctions against exactly these 227 members of parliament. And we cannot have this debate somewhere, dear colleagues, because the council is right now preparing the sanctions package to be issued by the Foreign Affairs Council next Monday. And as of now, this package has only 31 individuals. So we have to have this debate this week and not two weeks ago or months ago. So now it was brought to our attention that apparently we cannot have this debate this week because neither the High Representative nor the Council would be able to be present. I mean, dear colleagues, imagine this in a national context. A parliament cannot have a crucial debate because the officials responsible are not showing up. Okay, thank so, dear you, colleagues, we should not accept this. And I really call on council or HIVP to make themselves available for this debate today or tomorrow. Thank you, Hannah. Damn. That's, I, I, yeah. I don't know anything about the EU or, or, or European Council or any of that. But, but the, the cynic in me, uh, I, I believe that that's probably not going to happen. Her pleas probably not going to be met with any sort of action. Um, and and it's interesting. I think about this all the time. If this were happening in, say, Britain or Spain or Greece, there would be an overwhelming outpouring of uh, rejection and response that this be halted immediately. But because Iran has a now 50-year 
precedent of being this strict, harsh regime that rules under the Ayatollah and that is purely focused on a religious sect as, as their, as their policy, then we all just kind of throw up our hands. Like, Oh, well, this is just who they are. This is what they do. Yeah. It's probably bad. Who are we to say we should sanction these folks? This is Iran. They're backwards. There's no enlightenment involved in Iran. It's unfortunate and it sucks, but this is just, you know what I mean? Like just because there's precedent for this, it seems as though there's a lackluster response to a very real threat to, to, to somebody who's protesting a, a poor woman who, who was killed because she was wearing her headdress the wrong way. But how, so how would they intervene? Like how, how could she call for sanctions against each individual member of the Iranian parliament that voted gotcha. for these punishments for the protesters? It sanctions in the way that like we fucked up Russia's shit with oil sanctions or sanctions. Yeah, as, correct. Okay. So you have, so you have, United States and its allies in agreement that they're going to sanction Russia, mm-hmm. meaning you can't deal in the U.S. dollar and you can't deal business in Ger- Germany, in Great Britain, in Spain, in Italy, in Norway, in France, whatever whatever the ally allyship is, yeah, right. right? And that's what they're asking this European Council to do is to sanction these folks in in Iran. I don't know much about Iran politics. I, I know it's I know it's all very much like dark ages, 300 years ago type of rule, very strict religious principles and they follow it to a T. So I don't know, short of, short of a toppling of this government, which we're, we're pretty well versed in, by the way, what, what could we do? What can we do that that could possibly make a difference? Change our Instagram bios. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) And, And it sucks because I feel like these, these cries are on deaf ears and, yeah, the, the the report initially was that all fifteen hundred of these people have been sentenced to death. That's not true. It doesn't make their future any rosier. It, but but I think it's worth mentioning that you know that that is not exactly what has happened. But but you know we'll take a wait and see. I mean, look, if you're in power, I mean, we said it. I, I don't know. I don't know if you co-sign on it. But when we were first talking about these protests, I, I said I really hope these girls know what they're doing. Yeah, and I really hope that they're yeah. they're prepared for the consequences because this, these these people they don't fuck around mm-hmm. man they don't they don't make concessions they they're not soft on on a, 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 any type of protest or, or 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 unrest unruliness yeah you know they 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 govern with an iron fucking fist and they're about to meet that fist so if you now your reality is if you're an Iranian person who wants to change this you must face death in order you must face death in order to fight for what you want and that is their reality. And there should be an overwhelming global support for these people. And uh, I just, I just don't, I really don't see it happening other than someone doing one of these. Yeah. I'm staying with you, Iran. Another thing kind of related that I'm kind of surprised that we're not seeing more of a reaction to. And I think kind of just throwing up our hands because that's the way things are done there because of religion, whatever. But uh, Qatar announced that for the upcoming World Cup, which starts this weekend, I'm fucking so excited for a fall mm-hmm. World Cup. I don't think it's ever happened. It's going to be awesome. But anyway, so that's starting this this week, and they made an announcement formally to anyone going to uh, to be on the grounds, basically, but especially within mm-hmm. the arenas, that if they're wearing anything that shows like rainbows and is pro gay rights, basically, that they'll be removed immediately with no refund 
and kicked off the property. And what did U.S. Soccer do, Al? I didn't see that. What did they do? You didn't see what they did? What they did? No, uh-uh. They changed the crest of their jersey, not the jersey, but like the shirt they'll wear outside of the, the matches to a rainbow crest. Oh, really? Yes, dude. They made their own team a target in Qatar. I can't believe people are not talking about this more seriously. Yeah, that's yeah. They literally have come out and said, don't bring that shit here. We understand it it exists in, in many countries that are going to be coming to visit Qatar. That is not us. And you will be met with the law that is this, the, the nation state you're going to be visiting, and you will be forced to respect the way that we operate here in Qatar, whether or not you like it. Because they're Islam- Islamic, right? Like, that's the main religion yes. there? Yeah. And we put rainbows on the crest. I can't believe it, dude. Like, we're literally putting a fucking bullseye on. I, 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 I don't understand the, the thought process at all. And they're, they're, the way they announced it, the commission said that they're doing it, like, in the guise to protect people because a lot of people there will obviously be native people from all over the world, but the I mean, a large majority will be native and they're, you know, they, they're looking out for the safety of the people that would be supporting these rights that their religion is so against because it's a different world over there. Shit gets greasy and people could get injured very, very quickly. I did not hear that about USA soccer jerseys though. That is wild. Yeah. It's not their jerseys. It's like, it's like, I forget what they said. It's like a, it's like a, like a warm up, like a shirt that they wear, but not even in the stadium. Let me look it up. So I know what the hell I'm talking okay, about. Okay. So it's not like they're going to be holding USA soccer, like off of the field. No, this is no. just like kind of a small fuck you from us to them. I guess. But is it a small one? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. U.S. soccer's men national team announced Monday that it would display a rainbow crest when they compete in the World Cup in Qatar. The team crest is traditionally a, sh- a shield inspired by the American flag, but the rainbow crest will be see will see the red right the red stripes replaced with multicolored ones. The decision comes in the wake of an of international outcry leading to the human rights concerns inside the Gulf nation, including conditions of migrant workers and laws against homosexuality, according to a report. When we are on the world stage and when we are on a venue like Qatar, it is important to bring awareness to these issues. And that is what Be the Change is about, head coach Greg Ber- Berhalter said. You motherfuckers, I-, I don't understand this at all. Like, why do you think we can why do you think we can fuck with these people? Why do you think that we can do this? Why do you think we can go into somewhere and Im- impress upon them our values? Isn't that something that we despise so much in this country? If somebody has some traditional values, some Christian values, some values that are rooted in a, in a longstanding religion, and, and they want to implore these values onto the American people, and we reject it wholesale because we don't want people in, imposing their, their, their values or their feelings on us. And we're trying to do that on a nation that we don't understand. My sister served in, in, in the United States Air Force. She was stationed in Qatar. And she she's the most reasonable, loving person I've ever met. She fucking hates Qatar, dude. Mm. She tells me she'll never go back to that part of the country. They don't. They're just different, dude. They're not us. Like, And that's okay because we're not going to change it with some rainbow crest in the World Cup. But they spit on women. They don't have respect for people and nothing that we're going to do is going to change. All that's going to do is enrage them. And you get some, some person with a hair up their ass and wants to act all radical. And they see that we're, we're going out there and, and purposefully pushing back against who they are. I mean, I don't know, man, to me, it just seems like a recipe for disaster and I hope I'm wrong, but it just seems so short-sighted. Yeah. And this whole thing has been a clusterfuck since the beginning, man. I mean, they basically it came out that Qatar won the world cup because of bribes 
and money. That's obviously true. Yeah. Got, it's like the size of, I don't know, the size of Utah. Yeah. It's tiny. Exactly. Super tiny. small. And with little to no soccer history. They've never qualified for the World Cup before, they, except for this one, because the host nation always gets in automatically. But that came out a few years ago, while now actually, but kind of fucked with FIFA, reorganized a lot of shit that they had going and, and made it so that that would never happen again. And then also during uh, the construction, because this is a small ass country with virtually no stadiums in it a lot of people died all these slave this this labor you're hearing about because of the conditions are so hot and and terrible they had quite a few people die during during the construction of the stadium so it's just since the beginning just been a total botched fuck fest by fifa and and the whole commission that runs the world cup to to bring it to a place like this in the guise of trying to bring soccer to somewhere new. It's just, just reeks of, of bullshit to me. And, and yeah, I, I hope we don't see any of the USA soccer players get, you know, any kind of attack against them because of some shit like this. Yeah. That's my, that's my greatest fear right now. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I don't know, dude, it's like a, it's like a big, you know, here's the thing. The United States operates an air base in, uh, in Qatar. And so I'm sure they feel pretty confident that nothing's going to happen. Right. Sure. Yeah. But, but, but you're, you're, you know, you, you see what's going on in Iran and you're going directly against the, the people of, the, uh, of this country. You know, here, here, here's a fact about Qataris. No one works. And that's why they're, that's why the people, that's why there's terrible conditions uh, in the construction of these, of these stadiums is because every single natural born Qatari citizen is given a stipend that they, that's enough to live on for the rest of their lives from oil money. Nobody Whoa. that's a natural born Qatari citizen works. They don't have to. So they import all of their labor. And that's for like India and China and poor parts wow. of, the, of the world. They bring in all of their all of their workers w during during the initial construction of these stadiums. They brought in all of these uh, uh, immigrant workers, stripped them of their visas and literally put them in slave camps and said, build these stadiums. They had no recourse to going home. They had no diplomatic uh, immunity anywhere. They couldn't get a hold of their families back home. Nothing. They had no recourse for anything. Now, apparently, this has gotten a little bit better, but it was one of the worst uh, humanitarian crises at the time when it was happening, and it was happening all under the the, the nose of FIFA, yeah. who greenlit this project and took all the money so that it could happen. You know, it, it's all corrupt, obviously, right? Like, like. It doesn't take very, you know, you don't have to to bridge very big, uh, or you don't have to build very big bridges to 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 fill in the gaps here. It's all corruption money, and um, it, it's it's all done on the backs of other people. And they're going to celebrate this as some sort of success for Qatar. I forget the name of the of the capital city in Qatar. The the buildings in in that city all build up on the water. Half of them are completely vacant. All the buildings are for show. That's the kind of country. It's all money, dude. It's all just straight oil money. Nobody wow. does shit. Wow, yeah. Wow, wow. So I mean that's the kind of people we're dealing with and 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 we're deciding to just kind of you know rub shit in their face a little bit. Uh, I don't know, man. I just it just That said though, I'm so excited for the World Cup, Frank. <laughs> Are you I, awesome. I, I I I don't even know when it starts. I don't know anything about it. Starts this weekend. USA plays Wales, which will actually be a pretty good game. Like Wales is is a good beginning match for us. It'll show show what us time? a lot. Ooh, I don't know actually what the time change. Let me see. USA versus Wales. It'd be tight if there was like bars open at 3 a.m. Yeah, right. So this game's going to be next Monday, November 21st at 1 p.m. Central time, I think. Okay. So it, nice. That's, I guess they're just playing later games there. That makes sense so that more of the world can see it. Yeah. Um, but we have we have a, a doable group 
England, Iran, U.S., and Wales. And the top two teams out of that group move on. Um, so most likely it'll be England for sure. They have a really good team this year, a lot of young, really good, talented people. And then Wales and the United States, that's that's a toss-up. I, I think we're going to win. I think we we have the better players. Wales has more soccer history and, and tradition, and, and it's in their culture more, so they just have players that are better. But we have, our good players are probably better than their really good players. But if we move forward, we then have to play France like pretty early on, just the way the draw went. So USA is probably not going to go very far in this World Cup, but nonetheless, there's so much talent and not many people that are injured this year uh, as in a few past World Cups so it, it should be good good shows of uh, of some football excited yeah go Usa <laughs> I got a couple directions we can go here uh, have you heard about the story about the DEA's most corrupt agent I read the headline the other day uh, and I saw that he's like starting to out some people but that's at surface level as much as I read into it yeah so a gentleman by the name of Jose Irizarry accepts that he's known as the most corrupt agent in the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration history, admitting that he became another man in conspiring with Colombian cartels to build lavish lifestyles and expensive sport cars, Tiffany jewels, and paramours around the world. Uh, but as he used his final hours of freedom to tell this story to the Associated Press, Irizarry says that he won't go down for this alone, accusing some long-trusted DEA colleagues of joining him in skimming millions of dollars from drug money laundering stings to fund a decade's worth of luxury overseas travel, fine dining, top seed, the sporting events, and frat house style debauchery. So uh, here's what happens. Um, so the the DEA sets up stings. They basically set up money laundering operations so that they can go and inevitably catch the bad guys or whatever, right? Um, so this guy, Jose Irizarry, uh, knew knew very early on that this was all for naught. He says, quote, you can't win an unwinnable war. DEA knows this and the agents know this. There's so much dope leaving Colombia and there's so much money. We know we're not making a difference. The drug war is a game and it was a very fun game that we were playing. So he basically got into it to go stop some people. And then he realized that, um, yeah, like, like dropping the bucket here, we're not doing anything. So he joined up. He said, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this train as long as I can do it. Uh, so he's facing 12 years in federal prison for for corruption and money laundering and, and tax fraud and things like that. That's it. He says that uh, the indictment paints a picture of me, the corrupt agent that did this entire scheme, but it doesn't talk about the rest of the DEA. I wasn't the mastermind. So he's trying to bring a lot of people down with him. And I think it just kind of confirms the, the uh, assumptions that we've had about all of these organizations and the drug war uh, in, in general, right? That it's it's all for not. I, I, you have a young child. I have an infant child. You've heard of RSV? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Pat's daughter just had it. Really? Mm -hmm. Was it bad? Was it like scary, scary. to go to the hospital? They. I mean, it's just scary to know. You know when it happens. Right. Uh, and and it kind of can. There's like a five day window that's really crucial. But luckily, Nora Jones is okay, so we're good. <laughs> yeah so you hear about that all the time um and it and, and rightfully should because it's 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 prevalent and it's scary and it and it sucks and and uh california just saw its first uh uh child death under the age of five so you know it's very real mm. very serious you know what you don't hear every day mm. that's probably like 10 times more serious what's that that there's no such thing as recreational drug use anymore because it's all laced with shit that will kill you mm. You've heard about this uh, 
this whole deal in 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 uh, University of Idaho? No, you didn't hear about uh, about these. They're they're being labeled as killings, homicides, but four people were found dead in uh, in a house in, at the University of Idaho. Damn, you ever heard about this? No. It was the same day that this uh, this Virginia shooting happened. Mm. So the same the same time that we were learning about. Uh, what happened at the in Charlottesville at the University of Virginia in Moscow, Idaho, four students were uh, found dead, labeled a homicide. There were no, they basically said that there was no suspect found, but that there was no danger to the general public, although they canceled classes the day after. So they're not giving any details, but the only thing I can derive from all that is they were probably doing some cocaine that was laced with fentanyl. Yeah. And they were all doing it and they all died immediately. Hmm. And you're not hearing about that shit at all. Why is that? Why is this why can this DEA agent go and take take 10 years to fuck off, live a lavish lifestyle, know that he's not making a difference in the in the drugs that are flooding into the into this country, know that it's a problem, but like it's not a pro- like you hear more about RSV, we're more scared about RSV, more scared about COVID, more scared about the flu season than we are about the fact that recreational drugs, as we knew them, do not exist. You can't take drugs anymore, probably outside of marijuana, without really being concerned that you might die. It's very true, man. And that's real. Yeah, bro. that's really true. That's scary as fuck, man. Goddamn. <sighs> well, at least he's outing some people. You and me, you know, we we we've partaked in, in our in our fair share of debauchery in our in our college days, as a lot of people our age have. With relative to zero concern mm-hmm. that if we were to experiment one way or the other, that we would end up dead because of it. Because we knew we weren't doing anything traditionally that was lethal. Right. And that doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. It's terrifying. And the people that Matt are- Matt Miller I'm, is gone because of yeah. it. Yeah. And the people that are in place to stop, help prevent it, are working with them and making more money instead of stopping it. But Going on yachts. I, I will say in their defense, I, I feel like that is just- in in positions of power, your the human element comes out in people to do that. We own the city. That show that was about the Baltimore Police Department on HBO. That uh-huh. that's that tells a very real story of, of how these these guys that these were basically granted very huge access to go in and and make busts and fuck up all these people in Baltimore because of some laws that they had at the time. And as a result, you know they were turning in drugs, money, all this stuff, but keeping money for themselves, keeping drugs and selling it on the side. Like, I, I think it's like this is like natural human element that always is going to be selfish, be greedy, be whatever that is and take care of themselves because they still feel like they're doing good for whatever their position is or whatever. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard for me to think that I wouldn't, maybe not this DA thing cuz that's that is shitty but if i if you're a cop and you have access to all this shit and you are putting people in jail and getting drugs and money off the street but if maybe you know 10% of that money doesn't make it back to the to the lot you know what i'm saying i, yeah. I can't say i wouldn't do that this DA thing that that's different i guess but it just that's just like so human to me that there will always be that corruption i i don't know how we stop that i i agree and and I think that that element is always there, and I don't know that we have much chance of stopping that. But the reason it's there in this particular case is because this guy gave up because he knew that he was participating in a fraud. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's it's all it's all very odd, and 
the the uh, the signal and the noise here for me is that um, there there's no no one's protecting us uh, against what what you know what what we're trying to be uh, impressed upon, and um, the 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 New York Times or the Wall Street Journal this week it was a Wall Street Journal had another article about a, a subject that we've covered in depth. And, and and that is the relationship between uh, uh, fentanyl and methamphetamines and homelessness and the overall um, I don't know the word craziness uh, of our streets these days where you know we can go down in L.A. and find a, a homeless encampment of 200 people right next to a Bentley dealership and why is that why does that exist and we talked with Sam Kenyonis gosh almost a year ago. And, and he surmised that that exists because uh, the prevalence of meth and fentanyl that are created synthetically and stronger than ever uh, are, are flooding our streets so prevalently that we cannot keep up with the deterioration of the minds of the millions that are using them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that to me is the bigger story. How do we, how do we, how do we stop this? How do we have somebody who takes seriously the idea that, that this cannot happen anymore. I know it sounds crazy and I don't want to be a, a, a war hawk or proponent for violence or, or any sort of conflict, but I, I can see a day when somebody who is like Donald Trump or Matt Gates or somebody who gets a, a, enough popular support takes this straight to Mexico and declares war on Mexico and says far too many of our, of our young men and women are dying and you are doing nothing to stop the influx of drugs. Matter of fact, you're participating in the whole thing and we are going to eradicate this disease. I mean, it's going to take some balls. It may never happen, but I can envision something like that for sure. Cause what else is going to stop us? Yeah. I mean, low key justified though, man, like we, we let a huge gang, maybe not the world's biggest, but goddamn quite a few cartels that are so fucking big rule a country like that borders our own. And then, then this shit happens. Like I, I, I don't want to say like war on Mexico. Yeah, I'm for it. But like, I could be talked into that argument. Like that does make sense. Like maybe not war on Mexico, but war on the cartels, man. Like that's, that's, I got to imagine that we'd be able to take them out in a battle. <laughs> but I also think yeah. that they're probably so ingrained in those cities that we'd be, it'd be similar to what we were dealing with over in Iraq where we're fighting civilians and, and all these kind of people that are so tied in with all these other people. And it would, that would be, that'd be a bloodbath, man. It'd be some real guerrilla warfare for sure. We got to go through our NFL picks. We'll save this for next time. <laughs> okay. Before we do something so light, can I bring in one more thing the day, like a few days after Democrats retain control of the Senate? Yeah, sure. Did you see what happened with Biden today and what he asked for? Um, he asked for some untold billions of dollars for, uh, an extended fight in Ukraine and another, I think eight or 9 billion for, uh, for COVID. Yeah. For COVID. Conveniently (laughs) after we find out Democrats, uh, you know, keep the Senate, but we're, he just asked basically for $46 billion. Yeah. (laughs) When our, when our economy is so fucked up, inflation's higher than ever. And we want to just go give more money to Ukraine. Amazon just laid off 11,000 yeah. people today. Yeah. And we want to put $9 billion into COVID-19, which as he declared, it was over. So I, I, I just, it's crazy. Yeah, it's right. Crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I saw a picture of uh, Vladimir Zelensky, president of Ukraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to shit on him. He's, he's in a tough spot. Uh, but it was like him on a podium giving a speech next to some of his comrades and he was wearing like a meat coat and a, and a like a like a like a gold necklace which is nice bro he maybe he just has some shit on hunter man 
And that's why he's got all Joey just fucking funding know. his I, war. I think he, I think, I think the, the proximity to Russia is the only thing that's saving him right now. Yeah, true. Uh, and, and our interest in it. But true. in any case. NFL yeah. picks. Let me pick, pull up the, uh, pull him up here. Pull him up. Let's see how we did. I think we did okay. All right. Let's Hit see. Let's see here. How do we do? Uh, we got our very first pick wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We picked the Falcons and they got, yeah. they got pissed on by the Panthers for some reason. Yes, we did. Uh, we picked Tampa against Seahawks and we won. Did we go straight up or, or we were going to kind we, of against the spread? We were going we? against the spread. Yeah. Let me pull up. What, what the odds and uh, I think the Bucks were three point favorites in this game, and they covered for sure. So we got that one, hundred percent. Actually, yes. I'll pull it up right now. I got it. Correct. Yep. Uh, next one was the Minnesota Vikings in Buffalo. We picked the Vikings. Yeah. They were given three and a half. They only won by three against the Bills. So we got that. It's okay. It's okay. They could have lost by two. And we would have been fine. Yeah. Um, so we got that one for sure. Th- this was not your pick. This was mine. I picked the Bears. And uh, the only team to uh, give up a lead. Yeah. To the Lions. 14 here. point lead in the fourth quarter, baby. Let's go Packers, Lions. Man. Go Lions. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Detroit was my um, pick, so I feel good about I, I'm, that. I'm not upset with that pick, even though we lost. <laughs> uh, we picked the Titans. I think they were four point favorites. We did. Three point favorites. Yep. Anyways. They covered. Yeah. Do we pick the we pick the Chiefs? The Chiefs were nine and a half point favorites. Who do we pick? Uh, you took Jags there because of the points. I was uh, saying Chiefs. I lost I by half a Chiefs. point. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't mind that pick. Um, Dolphins. I'm pretty sure we picked the Dolphins in this one. We did. Yep. Okay. So we got that one. Oh yeah, they destroyed um, them. Man. Giants. We picked the Giants. Yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, Steelers. We picked the Steelers yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. We're on a roll this week, dude. We should have put money down. I know. Uh, we definitely took the. Did we take the Colts or the Raiders? We took the Colts. Colts and the freaking Raiders were four point favorites. Trash. Um, we probably lost this one. Uh, Packers and Green Bay. It was Dallas three and a half. Who do we pick? Dallas. Dallas minus three and a half. Dallas. We picked Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they lost. Uh, Cardinals Rams. We definitely picked the Cardinals in this one. Yep. And Chargers Niners. We picked the Chargers and they covered seven points, right? Yep. Hell yeah, dude. And then the uh, Eagles fucked it all then, up. And then we picked we picked Washington because Washington was spotted some yeah, ridiculous a number. Bunch of them. Yep. I can't Love believe it. the Eagles. What fucked did we do this up. week, dude? Did we go like nine and two? I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a man. Hell yeah, let's go. Oh, That's an amazing week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we if you um, want to do it this week, man, let's put. I'll send you. I'll Venmo you the money right now. Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's pick them good. right now. Let's go through good. them. All right. Uh, this week we got. It looks like Thursday night football is Titans versus. I don't have spreads here though. I just have the games. Um. Um. I got you. Okay. You you do it this because you're better at saying what the the negative three five shit and all that. Okay. So we're week eleven Thursday. We have Titans Packers, and Green Bay is favored by three points. Favored at home. They played really well last week. Yeah. Did they turn a corner at though? home? Did they turn a corner, Frank? Or was that just, just, uh, got the Titans aren't like a spectacular team. They have a really good running, running game. Rookie quarterback. Uh, though. three points. Fuck me. I got Derek. Henry, um, though. this is a tough one, man. I, I, I finally an interesting Thursday night game though. I can say that much. Yeah, for sure. I'll take the under in this one and I'll take green Bay. Yeah, I'm with you there. Even though I need Derrick Henry to go the fuck off, I, I feel like the Packers... I mean, one, you saw that Aaron Rodgers trusts the receiver in this new rookie, number nine. I can't yeah. even think what his name was, but he finally got some trust with the receiver, and I feel like it gave them some momentum. They're back at home. I, I'm with you there. You bet. Yep. So, Pack. Um, 
Okay, so next game is Bears-Falcons. Falcons are favored by three oh, at really? home. And the Bears can score some points, man. The Bears can score some points. The Falcons, they got shit on by the worst team probably in the NFL. They can also score some points. That was on Thursday, so you can't. That's another tough one. Uh, give me the Bears. Same. Yeah. Give me the Bears and the three points. Um, Browns at the Bills in New York. Buffalo has Buffalo has eight and a half points. Give me Buffalo. Or Browns have eight and a half points. Give me Buffalo. It's a Buffalo's must win for Buffalo, bro. They have to turn. They gotta get. I mean, not like their season's over, but they've lost two really close games in a row. They got to bounce back here. I think they win, but eight and a half is a lot. Does Deshaun play this week? I don't know. They haven't said if he's going to start or not, but he is. It's 10 weeks is over. So give me Cleveland. Cleveland? Give me Cleveland. Give me Cleveland in the points. They, they don't win the game, but but I don't think Buffalo covers eight and a half right now. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't disagree enough to argue with you, so I'm with you. Um, f- uh, Philadelphia against Indianapolis in Indianapolis. Philly is is uh, uh, favored by six and a half. Give me give me Philly and 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 uh, I'll spot you the six and a half points. They win by at least a touchdown in a in a bounce back for sure. Uh, Jets at the Patriots, three point favorite Patriots. They had to come from behind to beat the Jets. They're at home. They got some momentum. I like the Jets. Give me the Jets. Yeah, I agree. Give me the Jets to cover. They may not win, but give me the Jets to cover the points. Rams at the Saints. I don't know Ugh. if Matthew Stafford's playing. The Saints don't got much going, and they're favored by four points. Cooper Cup's out, though. Cooper Cup is out, uh, but four points is a lot for me right now for the Saints. That's a tough. If it was three, I'd take the Saints. It's four. I don't know about the Saints. I'm saying Saints in this matchup, man. I think the Rams Saints? are in trouble right now. All right, dude. let's go Saints. Yeah. Saints, and they're covered by four by five points. Lions uh, in uh, in 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 East Rutherford against the Giants. The Giants are only favored by three points. Give me the Giants. I'll spot you the three. I'll spot you five. Giants all day in this matchup. All day, Giants. <laughs> yeah, we're not stopping Saquon this week. But all, I will say this, though. I had a Bears-Lions party this weekend. I was the only Lions fan in attendance, and it felt so good. Oh, good for it you. felt so good. I bet friend. that felt nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that felt real. Right, right oh, at home. Yes. Nice and warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you don't, like, just shove your face in it, you know? <laughs> it just feels good. It feels good. Um but Baltimore is favored by 12 points at home against the Panthers. I don't like betting favorites with that many points to cover. And the Ravens aren't like spectacular on offense, but something tells me that the Panthers just get completely destroyed here. They're 0 and 4 away uh, from home. Um, so give me the Ravens and I'll spot you 12. Yeah, I'm with you. We haven't seen a big. A big game from Lamar in, in a few weeks now, and I think they're coming off a bye, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, I think give me the Ravens yeah. at home. Um, the next game is the uh, Washington Commanders in Houston against the Texans. Washington is favored by three points. The Texans are one in seven, and they haven't won at home this year. So 
Commanders are kind of hot. Uh, their their offense is coming. Their defense is spectacular. They played so well against Philly last night. Um, I, I can see them covering three points here really easily. So I'll take uh, I'll take Washington and and I'll spot you the three. Next game is the Raiders at Mile High against the Broncos. The Broncos, if they only scored eighteen <laughs> points in every game that they played this year, they would be eight and one. It's crazy. That is a testament to your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Raiders are not great. They're winless away from home. The Broncos aren't great either. I hate divisional matchups. I hate divisional matchups. Uh, but something tells me uh, to take the Broncos at home to cover two and a half. Oh, Agreed. I hate I'm with you that. though. I'm with the, they have looked better the last few weeks. I, I think at least like uh, they're shitty team but Raiders are fucking terrible so Um, (sighs) okay so next game this is game of the week here Cowboys at the Vikings in Minneapolis and the Cowboys are favored by a point Vikings Um, Vikings Vikings I I, I like the Vikings Vikings run the hot hand man they're doing everything right Uh, until they stop I'll take the Vikings so Vikings will spot your point uh, it's basically a toss-up, and I don't know why Dallas is uh, uh, favored on the road, but uh, I'll take the Vikings. Uh, how many points the Vikings have? You said one. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. You know Dak's going to fuck throw a pick or something like that, man. No, Yeah. Yeah. Um, another divisional matchup, Bengals uh, in, in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Uh, Bengals are favored by four and a half. That's another divisional matchup. The Bengals probably push their shit in pretty hard. Probably They're coming off a bye. Coming off a bye. Yeah. Probably go Bengals. Probably I'll take the Bengals. Something tells me it's a trap though. Ah, take the Steelers. I really want to take the Steelers here. I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of points. I mean, look, dude, Vegas doesn't have to be exact. They just have to be close. And this is too close for me. I don't like it, but I'll take the Bengals anyway. And then we have uh, Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs are favored at, uh, at, at away. They're char- they're favored away by six and a half. Ooh. I think they win the game, but I don't know that 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 the Chargers lose by six and a half. Um, if if they can keep if they can keep San Francisco the, the way that they kept San Francisco on Sunday, they can definitely keep the and they always play the Chiefs hard. I'm not saying Sandy or whoop, I'm not saying the Chargers win. <laughs> um, but I don't like the six and a half. So give me the chargers and the points. And then Monday night is San Francisco at, uh, excuse me, 49ers against the Cardinals in Mexico city at altitude. Estadio Azteca. Hmm. Um, the, the, the Niners are getting eight points. No way, dude. No way. Yeah, no way. Um, I, I, I don't think the Cardinals beat them, but the Niners are not cracked up. Like, like everyone's, uh, you know, ranking them super high. I think they're a really good team, but I don't think that they're they're eight points better than the Cardinals right now, especially in a in a, a neutral site. So give me the Cardinals and the points. Let's see. I got them written down here. We should actually nine do and this two this last week. Yeah. It's a spread. That's, That's unheard good. of. I can't believe I didn't bet that. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. Uh, before we get out of here, I just want to. Sh- Give a shout out to someone who I think is really affecting change and and doing something that, that we could all, you know, learn from. Uh, and that's Rain Wilson, or the actor formerly known <laughs> as Rain Wilson. This week he changed his name to Rainfall, Heatwave, Extreme Winter uh, to draw attention to climate change. And it drew my attention 
just uh, to think, wow, that guy's really a fucking dumbass. <laughs> so honestly, the only th- th- this this is only better than gluing your hand to a Monet <laughs> and plastering it with with tomato soup because it's lasting and people will will, will see this you know for years to come. Yeah. Um, but I, I, give me a better example of some rich white actor who's deciding they want to make a change and changes their name to something ridiculous to raise awareness for climate change. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's, oh, we're aware. Everyone's aware. This isn't, this isn't moving the needle. It's just getting people to talk about it. It's not, it's not, it's not making policy change happen. It just kind of makes you look like a moron. Absolutely. Uh, we have merch. Holidays are coming up, guys. We got t-shirts, sweaters, hats, all kinds of awesome things. Just check out uh, our merch store. It really helps us kind of get the word out to people. You can find that in the link in our bio on all of our socials, which are? On Twitter, at FriendshipNH. On Instagram and TikTok, same handle, Friendship News Hour. And you can send us an email, bummerdude.media at gmail.com, bummerdude.media at gmail.com. We'll see you all next time.